0: Abide with me, abide with me, don't let me fall, and don't let go, walk with me.
1: This is the Influencers Network podcast. Uh, I'm Brian Craig, your host, and I'm privileged today to talk to one of our ladies, lady influencers, um we would say that in the beginning of this ministry, we were a men's ministry. That's what Rocky thought at first, that he his goal was to minister to men and make disciples of men. And God pretty quickly showed him that this uh, there was a bigger need for just men, that, that women need to be made disciples as well, and couples, and, and all different kinds of demographics. And so it's kind of interesting to watch all that, uh, especially since if you've been part of a journey group, you know a lot of the curriculum is written to men and you know knights and uh, castles and all that. And so uh, he never dreamed that women would resonate with with all these stories and all that that were in his heart. But uh, but they have. And so I'm um, privileged to have with me uh, Nicole Thompson, and she's out of Memphis, and she is married to our regional director Jay Thompson, who we've interviewed before. And so I, I wanted. Uh, all of you out there especially you ladies who might be listening to just kind of hear a woman's perspective on the journey and and what it's doing for women and and uh help women know that they can start influencers chapters where they are uh and that's kind of what's happened in memphis so welcome to call
0: thank you very much glad to be doing this yeah privilege
1: yeah um so uh I think, uh, I guess let's just tell the story a little bit of what happened, and then we'll kind of talk about how it got even got organized, and and, uh, and then maybe we can talk a little bit about some of the things you've seen in your own life and in other ladies' lives. Um, so uh, I'll just start in saying that I, I know that uh, Jay got introduced to it through somebody, and he went through the journey, but you didn't know anything about the journey, right, at that time?
0: Right. I just knew that my husband was going through some sort of study and that was about the extent of it until we started to, I started to notice some changes, some transformation going on in his life. And then I started to prod a little bit more about, what is this? What is this? Because
1: <laughs> you guys have been in church your whole married life pretty yes. much. And, and, and he grew up in church. So you'd seen yes. him do studies before and all that. So you probably didn't think it was anything different. Right.
0: Yeah. I just thought it was another men's group he was a part of. And that I thought it was great, but, you know.
1: Can, can you just tell us some of the things, maybe, or a few things you saw that, that struck you as, I need to know more about this?
0: Yeah, um, it was just a softening of him. Um, we had gone through some hard things in our marriage as well. Um, our marriage from the beginning had never really been super easy, and we had a lot of trouble communicating, shall I say. Um in a kind and nice way and I saw a big softening in him um and then um a big thing was that he started to have a huge heart for men um and another friend of his went through it at the same time Ben Reed and it was like they were on a mission to reach the men around them um and my Ben's wife Alicia and I um we went on a trip together, a beach trip, to get away, and we, we brought the books with us at that point. And we were like, well, I don't know how we're going to do this, but they say it's for men, but we're going to do this. And so we were reading all the books with them and just kind of butting our way in, shall I say. hmm
1: and so uh, you guys decided we want to try doing a journey group. Is that kind of what happened from there?
0: Well, we, we did. We had the vision to do that, but both of us were kind of like, well, I don't really know how we're going to do that. And in the meantime, the Lord, um, I think, was having the plan come together for us. Little did we know um, Howard Jones, who had actually brought the journey to the, Mem- to the Memphis area, um, had approached my mom, Roberta, um, maybe a year before that about starting a women's group, and she she kind of brushed it off and said, oh, I don't know, that doesn't really look like something that's for women, and wasn't really, didn't feel called to do it at that time. But as she saw the transformation in Jay, she went to Jay and said, well, I'm going to do this with some women. And he said, again, he was like, well, are you sure this isn't really for women? And um, she's like, no, I'm going to do it. And so 14 um, women went through the journey process for the first time in Memphis in 2014.
1: Okay. And I think uh, a few years back when Rocky and I came to Memphis, when I first started with influencers uh, officially, we went to someone's house, and that was a lot of those ladies we met that night, right?
0: Yes, that was probably during the second wave. So the 14 went through the first time, and then... Um, we had an explosion of interest and we had over, over 120 people, I think doing the intro to the journey course at our church who opened their doors for us. And, um, I think we had five women's groups come out of the first group and I don't even know how many men's groups were going on at that time either.
1: Mm. So, uh, did you help lead the first group?
0: So my mom really led the first group. Um, I just kind of felt like I was in a season where I needed to just allow the Lord to, to teach me and not not be a leader or guide of anything. Um, and so my mom um, led us through it the first time.
1: Mm. So tell me some of the, the breakthroughs that you had personally in the first journey group.
0: Wow, um, I think that I have I have been through multiple multiple Bible studies, and they have have shaped me into the person that I am today. I have um, I'm so thankful for the leaders um, that have poured into me in the past, um, just building my biblical knowledge. But I always felt like, there was something missing in my walk where um, maybe I was doing more of a striving to, to be something for the Lord and to do something for the Lord, but um, through the journey process, I have learned how to just simply be with the Lord. Um, he, he wants us to come to Him with whatever it is, however many times a day we need to, um, and just to be with Him. And I just—it was so freeing for me to learn how not to strive to do for Him. Um, I had, you know, learning how to allow myself to come to Him and to abide in Him and to remain in Him and just seeing how the, the fruit just kind of falls off of you when you are able to do that, when you're able to just trust that that's enough, just to be with Him is enough because that's that, we can't do anything anyway. Um, we can't be loving. We can't be kind in our own right. It is all through the power of the Spirit um, that those fruits actually manifest themselves in us and through us and then other people are affected by that
1: and and at this time i don't think the curriculum was gender friendly i mean i think it was all written for men even like the questions like men you know and ask a question and all, is that right
0: right yes absolutely everything was focused towards men so we would just pause and be like women
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't seem to matter that the that no was
0: the case. we just we knew that was the case and we adjusted as we needed to
1: so even the story, like the first story, journey to the inner chamber, which was about a castle and all that, that resonated with women. Right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think, I think we can, we as women can see ourselves as as warriors in some aspect as well. I mean, life is hard, and we're fighting for our kids, we're fighting for our marriages, we're fighting for. Our friends who are going through things, and
1: that's right. Yeah, that's good. Well, and and obviously, abiding in Christ is not just for men. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Absolutely. things you were describing were the fruit of abiding, mm-hmm. you know, and, and all that. So, mm-hmm. what what it anything notable that you saw in other women? Any any just amazing uh, breakthroughs for women?
0: Oh gosh, there's there's a ton um, from. Well, one aspect you know that is very focused on men is um, when we talk about hindrances. I think um, hindrances to our prayers, especially, you know, and I think it's in First Peter where it talks about, you know, if you're not right in your relationship with your wife, your hair, your it says your prayers will be hindered. And but if you go back up a few verses and you read about what the the word says to the women. Um, it's the same—it's basically saying the same thing. If, if we're not um, living according to what the Bible tells us in our marriages, then we're going to be hindered in our prayers. And I, I've seen multiple marriages um, changed and transformed just for the simple fact of— I think I've heard over and over again, you know, we as women tend to want to be controlling we as women tend to want to nag or, um, you know, whatever the reason is that we're having a, a block or a difficulty in our marriage. Um, we have found a lot of freedom in that aspect where women are just able to just set it at the feet of the Lord and say, you know, I can't, I might not be able to change this, but I'm going to be obedient and when they do that they see breakthrough and they see change um, there's a lot of women who also have been able to just release things that they have held on to in secret for for a very very long time their whole life um, and it sounds scary to say sometimes you know i i've never told anybody this before maybe i've told one or two people this but i've never shared this with with a group of women um and sometimes that's scary and and it scares people off the transparency of that but when you're when you're hiding things in the dark that's where the enemy gets a hold of us and we have found time and time again when when you just release that and you share that with a sister in christ or your journey group or just one or two people from your journey group. There is so much freedom to be found because there's light that is shine on that area of your life and the Lord can start to work and the Lord can start to heal and the Lord uses the body of Christ to, to help Um, heal and transform through that process
1: Mm. well i i I love what you said that that verse in first peter it is say husbands you know you know honor your wives so that nothing will hinder your prayers and Mm -hmm. you're saying women are taking that the reverse of that to be true Mm -hmm. too if they honor their husbands god won't hinder their prayers yeah that's an interesting. I never heard a woman say that.
0: Yeah, and if and if you go back and read, I don't have my. I should have my Bible in front of me. But if you go back and read from the beginning of the chapter, it'll talk about women and and what the Lord is asking of us too. So. Mm-hmm.
1: And then all those fun verses in Ephesians about submitting to your husbands right. and all that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, women have a hard time handling those things, but mm-hmm. when they start abiding in Christ, does it change their view of those kind of things?
0: Absolutely. Um, I think, especially in our, our culture today, the word submission is just a, a no-no word for women. Um, but when, when you, especially when you and your spouse are abiding in Christ, it's it it's easier. It's something that um, you're walking with the Lord, and that's what He's asking you to do, and, and it's easier to do. But even if your husband isn't abiding in Christ, that's we can only do what the Lord asks us to do. We can't control what our spouse is doing or what anybody else in our life is doing. But in order to abide and to continue abiding, we have to we have to be obedient to that.
1: Mm. And, and release your husband if he's not following Christ, because there are a lot of ladies who are really strong. They're the spiritual leaders, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. be- they're begging God that their husband would become a spiritual leader. So. Mm-hmm. So for you to those women you're saying just you keep abiding and keep praying and turn your husband over to the Lord.
0: That's right. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> I don't claim to be perfect at it, but that's that's what he's asking us to do and and I believe that he does bless us um, when we do that.
1: Mm. Well, you said something about sharing secrets and all that and I I remember uh, I think it's been some late some women who have told me that they think journey is challenging for a group of women more so than men because they think women have a hard time trusting each other and opening up and yeah. they think men more naturally do that which i as a man i thought i don't think that's right i think men are have to be macho and don't want to share their stuff but i mean what, what's your perspective on that
0: yeah i i believe that that's probably the case in 90 percent of with 90 of women because we have such a culture of um, competition, I think. We we want to look a certain way. We want to have certain things. And um, we don't want people to see us as weak, um, probably the same as men. We, we don't want to be seen as weak, and we don't want to be judged. Um, we think that if we share something that um, is not desirable, then then somebody won't love us or somebody won't want to be around us or be in our lives. Um, and they'll judge us. And I think it's exactly the opposite when you have a group of women who are seeking to abide, um, it brings you closer and it, it builds a bond that is unbreakable really.
1: So in the first group, uh, you had women who probably were guarded at first what do you remember what broke it broke it into the next phase of trust and Mm -hmm. do you remember anything that happened or was it
0: i think it's just a gradual thing um getting to know each other a little bit better but i was guarded uh personally i think that's one of the things that the journey has done for me to transform my life um and transform the culture of um our Sunday school class and just the the groups that we're with. We have we now have a culture of transparency because we've had so many women and so many men go through the journey. But um, the first journey group, I remember not wanting wanting to share because, well, number one, my mom was leading me, so that was a little bit strange at first because <laughs> you know there's it's hard sometimes to share um, your struggles with people that you're closest with. And, um, but the fact that we were able to break through that, and I was able to break through that, I don't think that she cared, but, um, but I did. And I think that when one person shares, it softens people's hearts, and then when another people, person shares, it'll soften the next person's heart. And you know when if if you have the Holy Spirit living in you, you know and you can sense when the Holy Spirit wants you to speak and when the Holy Spirit wants you to share. And some people will fight that and some people won't share till the commencement. Mm. And that's okay when we tell people, you know, you don't you don't have to share, you don't have to talk. But I always at the beginning of my journey groups now, I tell people, you know, when you are journaling and when the the Spirit's speaking to you and you write that down, that, when you bring that to the group and you read that verbatim from your journal, that is a gift to the rest of the group. You are sharing what the Holy Spirit laid on your heart to share, and the Spirit uses that tremendously. So,
1: So do you think women have a harder time journaling or an easier time journaling than men?
0: That's a hard question. I think... I think it's just personality. One, some women are journalers, or you know, they write in their diary from the moment that they're you know that they can write, and others don't. Um, I was not a journaler, and so that was hard for me um, to get in the habit of doing as well. But wow, do I ever treasure those journals now! Um, and I have I've had people who. Journal in poetry, in song. they We've had a, a woman bring her guitar and her letter, her letters that she wrote to to the Lord would be in song, and she'd share that with the rest of the group. and And then if you read mine, I mean, I can hardly read what I, what I've written, and it doesn't make a bit of sense sometimes when I read it out loud. But but it does, you know, to me. So mm. there's a there's a wide spectrum.
1: Yeah yeah well and and i've I've heard a little of the story um i I wasn't directly involved when all this was going on, but uh Rocky got involved at some point, and I think I heard him say he said, Well, I don't want to lead a women's ministry, <laughs> but but you guys are welcome to to use my materials and and you guys of all the women there's women in other places who've done it, but you guys are the only ones who are kind of organized right so uh Tell us a little bit about that, you know, how you, you've organized and what's, what's going on with that.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, after we had the, the explosion of, um, groups I was talking about in 2015, I believe it was, we realized we, we need to be able to keep track of who has gone through the journey process and, um, we, we need to have some kind of organization. And so, yeah, really nobody told us what to do or how to do it, um, we tried to follow, I think, a little bit of what the men were doing in the area, um, which was nice. We had a little bit of guidance from them, but it was kind of like, well, if you want to do this, you know, do it, but you're you're on your own. And um, we always had had help, but we had to figure out what we were doing. So we it was we just kind of did what we needed to do to have. Um, a few people helping us out to organize names, organize. We started having some locking shields events is what we call it, maybe quarterly to get everybody who's gone through the journey process together and just do some worship and sharing of testimonies and just trying to encourage each other beyond the journey process. Um, And that's when we saw the need to kind of organize a little bit. So,
1: so now you have a a board and, and uh, you're, you're like, Playing the role of executive director, regional director, like your husband Jay with the men, uh, and there's a board, and you guys call yourself Women Influencers of Memphis, is that right?
0: Yes, Women Influencers Memphis, and we we do have a board, and I suppose that I would be the director of the Women Influencers Memphis, and we we're working on um, establishing roles and defining what those roles are. Still, um, we do have a treasurer and. Um, she also does kind of the secretarial duties, um, where I am very bad at all that computer <laughs> stuff, and I'm thankful for people who have that gift. Um, so, but we're we're currently praying a lot about um, what the Lord wants that board to look like and how He wants um, we call it WIM Women Influencers Memphis to expand throughout the area um, into different churches and. And all that.
1: And you've kind of come under the guidance of the, the men's chapter, the, the 501c3 Influences Global Ministries of Memphis.
0: Correct. We have a very small budget, but we do have a little bit of, of money to be able to provide books for people who can't pay for them or, you know, scholarship a commencement weekend. Um, and then just, you know, you might need a fund here or there for our locking shields. We've had some generous people donate, and we've raised money by selling influencers' t-shirts and such things as that.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that even all of us men, you know, are starting to see that you know this is a very good thing, mm-hmm. and it complements what we're doing with the men. And so I hope more you know women influencer chapters will start around the country. Absolutely, um, I know that there's some activity in Tulsa, and definitely Northwest Arkansas, now in Bakersfield. Um, but I think you guys are a great resource for women out there who are thinking about starting a journey group and all
0: that. Absolutely. We would love to mentor in whatever way we can. Um, just by sheer experience, we've we've learned a little bit of the process and what some of the things that work and some of the things that don't work, and um, would love to meet more and more women who are who are interested in, uh, across the country.
1: Well, there's been uh, a few requests. Are, is there ever going to be like a gathering, a national gathering, or something of the women? You know, to what, what do you think about that idea?
0: I think that would be a great idea um, if there's interest and and the Lord leads. Um, I would absolutely love to be a part of that. Um, I I got to meet meet another woman just this weekend from a different area who just finished her first journey group, and just hearing the stories of. Lives being changed and um, just the impact that it had on her life because she this she's never been through the process before she, her husband had and um, but she just decided that she needed to lead a group and she led I think eighteen women through the process and it had a huge huge impact on her and the lives of these women and um, there's a common bond that happens when you go through the journey process I believe. Um, it's just different than anything um, most people have ever done before and their lives are changed um, in a big way and it would be neat to all be together I think
1: well and and I think you said it earlier but uh, when a man is abiding in Christ and the wife is abiding in Christ then you have an abiding marriage Yes. so have you seen how has it impacted your marriage you and Jay and maybe even the way you interact with your kids where you parent your kids can you give us a little bit of flavor of that
0: yeah, we, um, you know, it just gives you a check to know that if you aren't, um, following what the Lord tells us to do in our marriage, it's going to cause a hindrance in our life and in within our marriage. And so I think that we're, we're quicker to say we're sorry. We, um, a big thing for me is perspective when, um, you go through the prayer cottage for the first time, if you haven't read that before, all those who are listening, um, there's a section about just asking the Lord for His perspective on other people. And I have been trying to daily ask for the Lord's perspective um, to be able to see my husband through His eyes, to be able to see my four kids through His eyes so that I can then respond um, with the way that, with the Spirit's help, with how He would respond. Um, and I think that's just the biggest thing for me, just a day in and day out. I mean, there's, there's just life that goes on that makes it hard sometimes um, to be loving and to be kind and to live at peace. Um, but yeah, asking for His perspective has been huge for me.
1: Yeah, we we get tested on the things we're learning in abiding every day. Absolutely, you know, to see is this do we trust this or not? Yeah, you know, yeah. and how are we going to handle this? Are we going to live
0: this out mm-hmm. in our marriage? Am I going to live this out as a mom? I'm going to live this out as a physical therapist.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Well, good, good. Well, I uh, thank you for all you're doing with the, the ladies there and your faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And I know it's hard to. You know, manage a marriage, a family, a job. You know, and lead women's ministry on top of all that.
0: It's absolutely a privilege, and it's probably one of the most favorite things that I do. And um, you know, the big thing with with the journey process and the influencers ministry is that it's led by the Spirit. It's Spirit led, and so. For my personality, sometimes that's hard and I've had to learn. I can't control it, I can't s- even steer it. It's just um, allowing the Spirit to do what the Spirit's going to do. It's His, the journey is His process and the participants are His participants. And um, But that's freeing at the same time for somebody who likes to control things. <laughs> um, that I know I can't do it, He has to do it. and um, it's so exciting to see what he's already done and it will, it's exciting to see what he is in the process of doing. We have probably four or five or more groups starting up again in the fall and for, for just women and, um, in different churches across the city. I'm very excited to see what he'll do. Mm, Yeah, I am too.
1: Well, thank you, Nicole. Um, So if you're a a journey brother, a man out there listening, uh, you know, you might want to plant a few seeds with your wife uh, if she's never gone through the journey that this is possible. Um, I think... If you're, if it's never happened in your area, we just need to pray for, uh, like we do with the man, pray for a, a lady to really be burdened to do it, kind of mm-hmm. like what happened with you and Roberta, and and uh, so it just takes one or two women to decide to do it. It can and happen anywhere, and uh, we can provide you training from the global office. But if you're a lady out there who wants to do it, but also we would definitely get get Nicole and other women involved who uh, would speak your language better than I would. So. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'd love to see more ladies' groups start because uh, it helps women just as much as it helps men. So so anyway, well, uh, you can go to our website, influencers.org, uh, if you'd like to send us a message. Uh, if you want to get in contact with uh, Nicole, uh, send us a message on the website, and I'll make sure that that gets to her, and uh, she'll contact you. Um, and all our podcasts are on there as well. Uh, under the under, if you go to resources and go to the podcast tab, you can see other pr- previous broadcasts that we've had. So, thank you for all you are listening, and we've been getting a lot of good feedback that uh, these are helpful to people. So, we're just going to keep interviewing our, our influencers and and uh, talking about topics the Holy Spirit puts on our hearts. So, uh, we just hope it blesses you as much as it blesses us. So. Anyway, my name is Brian Craig. I'm the executive director for Influencers. Uh, I'm in Bentonville, Arkansas at our home office. I get to work with Rocky Fleming every day, which is a blessing. And uh, anyway, I'm just going to keep encouraging all you out there to uh, keep abiding in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you.